Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, plotting world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Volani, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, actually engineering and uh, running the equipment today. <laughs> She's doing a good job, isn't she? Judy Francis screening calls at that toll-free number, 1-866-405-8405. And Stacy Cohn. Well, ladies, I am here to help, and oh I know how tough it can be to find that right guy. Wendy Diamond, author of How to Understand Men Through Their Dogs, has some tips. There's actually certain types of dogs that can tell you if this guy is marriage material. Her biggest tip is let your dog sniff out your date. (laughs) I'll tell you more about that coming up on Animal Radio News. I got to tell you right now, I hate that. I'll go over to a potential date's house ready for a big night on the town and I come in and their dog starts sniffing me in the crotch. You don't know what to do. You don't know if you should. A little uncomfortable, huh? Push the dog away. What she'll think? Does she think you're pushing her dog away? Of course, uh, you don't want to just like, stand there and let, let him do it. Do it, yeah. <laughs> you well, have a dog treats for you that yes. I found works relatively well. Not yes. always 100. percent Kneel down because when they can sniff your face, they leave other body parts alone. Oh, ah. there you go. Or I could put like a piece of meat in my in shoes. Your pocket. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. <laughs> hey, you don't want it in your pocket because that's too near your crotch. Yeah. Okay, you know what? We've are, we haven't even been here like three minutes and we're already <laughs> over the line here. Uh, coming up today on the show, Jackson Galaxy. Galaxy. I have a really hard time you, with this. Come name. on, Hal. He's from that's Animal a cool Planet. Name. His uh, show is called My Cat from Hell. And he's like a uh, Caesar Milan or a Vlade for cats. And he'll be joining us in just a few minutes. It's a fascinating show, yeah. Tell me a little bit about it. This guy goes into places where the cats are like literally the cat from hell for all kinds of whatever behavioral reasons. And he teaches the people how it's actually more directed at the people than the cat. He teaches the people what to do so that the cat behaves better. Huh. So this is like a Vlade or a Caesar Milan for kitties. He's a cat yep. listener. A cat listener. Exactly. Cat whisperer? It's, he says listener. Yeah, with cats, you you got to listen pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he hardly ever, from the ones I've seen, he hardly ever tries to train the cat. He trains the people what to do. Which is really what you need to do because he can't really train a cat very well. <laughs> right, we'll ask him about it. Jackson Galaxy. Jack, Jack, I'm having a hard time today. You are. Jackson Galaxy will be joining us. What a name. That is from Animal Planet's My Cat from Hell in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Who else do we have on the show? Are we going to be talking to the guys over at uh, Natural Balance? Yes. Talk about that world record setting. I saw that on New Year's morning. or I guess it was the day after New Year's this year. The Rose Parade float. Natural Balance set another record. Longest and heaviest float. They had Tillman. Last year he was ski boarding or something like that. This year he's surfing. He's riding the wave, surfs up. Surfs up. And so we're going to find out a little bit about that float and talk to Joey Herrick, who, of course, was on, uh, he was the band leader, I believe, for the uh, John Davidson show. Great. <laughs> really dating myself now. Huh? John <laughs> Davidson? Who's that? And, of course, he's a personal friend of Dick Van Patten, and it is enough. You, you, that was a show also. People are looking at the radio. Going, who's that? Yeah. It is enough? I don't know about that. Speaking of Joey, Joey Volani. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> We're doing okay today. Yeah. You know, it's a couple of weeks after the holidays. Everyone got their new puppies, and I want to talk about um, what you have to do to get your new puppy ready for their first grooming episode. Oh, uh, for episode? 
<laughs> episode because for a puppy it is an episode it, it, it needs to be a good experience and um you know what there's there is a little preparation you have to do to make it a good experience i'd like to talk to you about pine tar too pine tar pine, yeah I how to get it out of dogs oh like the tar that uh that pine like from pine trees like sap yes like sap okay that's coming up today if your dog gets into cool. sap Joey Volani will help you with it. Joy's going to help us with that. She's going to teach me. Uh-oh. Yes. Stacy, teach us something. You will never guess what Republican candidate has visited 95 U.S. zoos and actually wanted to be a zoo director when he was a kid. Huh. I'll tell you who. Coming up on Animal Radio News. I'm guessing not Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just a guess there. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Betty White. All us animal lovers love animal radio. Please help every way you can to make life better for our animals, like the Morris Animal Foundation does. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Hey, welcome, my friend. And we're all getting comfy in the studio. Mika in place and Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. Of course, they need to sit in the chairs. We all have to stand. That's the way we are with our animals around here. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing wrong to treat them as the humans as long as they treat us as the humans. They, we treat them better, I think, than I would, I would treat any human. Certainly, they get place in the bed that I wouldn't let any human get. You know, if some human came into the bed and started pushing me away, I'd say, you get out of bed, but with the dog, I'd go sleep on the couch. i let the dog have the bed. That's, yeah. that's the way Because they deserve. Because they, one of my clients uh, got the new shoes just because his old dog chewed his old one. Just purposely for the dog, not for himself. <laughs> uh, let's see. The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani. Animal communicator Joey Turner is here. And of course, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard and Stacy Cohn. Well, ladies, I know how tough it can be to find that right guy. Let your dog sniff out your date. I, I like the dog sniff, sniffing out butts or somebody's butts because this is the way of how they googling another dog for for, infor, for information. That's what they do. I know a lot of ladies if their cat. Or I was going to say I use my cat. To, to see if a guy is good, right? That's right. To, if to my cat didn't character. like him, then he didn't stick around. I wouldn't let him stick around. If my cat liked him, I gave the guy a chance. Oh, that's uh, yeah, I'm not the spokesperson for the cats, you know, guys. I yeah. believe the cats is the only good thing. is ex- good exerciser for the dogs. Okay, buddy. Okay, let's uh, hit the phones. Hi, Aisha. Hi. You must be a child of the 90s, a young gal, huh? Oh, well, you're flattering, but not hardly. A child of the 70s. Really? Aisha? Yeah. Aisha. 70s. I thought Aisha was kind of a newer name, no? No, it's one of the older ones. All the other shows are the newer ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> one of the old shows. So what's going on? I have Dr. Debbie right here. I understand something's going on with your animal. Yes. Hi, Dr. Debbie. How are you doing? Hi, super. And how about you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I have a three-year-old Doberman. Her name is Diamond. And she has, um, it, it, well, we're calling it incontinence. She um, will lay down, and it's, it's kind of like she potties in the bed. She'll be laying on her dog bed, and she'll just urinate. Um, not defecation, but urinate. And so, like, pretty much she'll be laying down, and when she gets up, um, 
there's a nice little potty spot where she's where she okay. was laying. Um, and she's she's great. She's a wonderful dog. She's great with the kids. I would love to have her sleeping, you know, in the kids' room on a dog bed or something like that. But I or even on the bed. But I just can't trust that we won't have that problem with the urination. Sure. And, and, um, and she's pot- pottying outside during the day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's not a potty training issue. She knows to go outside. Uh, we have we don't really have a doggy door, but we kind of keep the back door open from time to time. And she'll go on outside and go to the bathroom, defecate outside. Um, it just it seems like usually when she's sleeping, if she has been asleep for a long period of time and she gets up, whatever blanket or area she's on, there's a nice little urination spot right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And Alrighty, so, um, and, and I've been told that there's medication I can give her, but no one seems to know the name of the medication, anything about the medication, um, but just your thoughts. Okay, absolutely, yes. And when we have a dog, especially a female dog that is incontinent, leaking urine when they're sleeping or relaxed or getting from a lying position getting up, um, yes. we we tend to look for female um, incontinence um, medications. And is she spayed by any chance? Yes, she is. She is. Okay. Because the, the number one population we see this in is the spayed female dog. And some, some thoughts actually recognize this problem could be as high as 15 to 20% of dogs that are spayed. It's oh, one okay. of the reasons that nowadays many um, folks with the laparoscopic spays are actually just removing the ovaries because it's uh, thought to maybe be implicated with that. Um, okay. But, yes, so there are some very useful medicines. And I can tell you my own Labrador is on two of those to help control her problem because oh, wow. uh, it was, yeah, I recognized it in my dog at two years of age. Um, okay. And so the first-line medication, um, well, I'm going to back up. First, the, always what I'd like to do first is to check a urine sample, make sure nothing's going on in there. No signs of infection. Make sure there's no crystals that might make us worried about bladder stones, things of that nature. Um, Once that's good, then I'll look at the medicine. And the first one we go to is uh, phenylpropanolamine or proin is one of the common trade names of that. And that's something that is generally given twice a day to three times a day and um, can for many dogs do wonderfully to help improve the tone in the bladder so that we don't have these leaking episodes. Um, Beyond that, there is also an estrogen compound. It's called diethylstilbestrol, and we abbreviate abbreviate it DES. Um, And it it has to be uh, compounded at an outside pharmacy that uh, makes prescriptions. Um, So you probably won't find that readily at your veterinary office unless they already have someone compounding that. Um, And that um, is not always the first choice because it's an estrogen compound, and we have to kind of watch to make sure we're not giving too much, um, that it can suppress the bone marrow. We can lead to problems with uh, anemia. Um, I've never seen it. Um, It can happen, and we worry also about, you know, giving too much, causing estrogen stimulation, so maybe feeding the concerns with breast cancer. Um, So we want to use this cautiously with veterinary supervision, but I can tell you... um, that yeah, drug, what, is, um, what is your dog? You said your dog is on what? She's on both of those. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, and um, we actually had her on the phenylpropylamine for quite a few years, and she did well with that. And then eventually we lost control, and she started having leaking. So we added in the DES, and that's usually added in. At first we start on a daily basis, and then some dogs we get down to just maybe once or twice a week, and oh, wow. that kind of helps control. And it's interesting. Both of these medicines, when they're used together, they, they work better than one agent by themselves. So um, it's not unusual that we'll... We'll use them together for a pet. And I'll have to tell you that, um, you know, Dobermans are definitely a breed that can have an incontinence problem, even if they're not spayed. So um, oh, wow. we do okay. see that um, very commonly in these in these gals. So uh, Could it have um, anything to do with the tail docking, or is that just not, not it? Probably not. Um, and, okay. and I mentioned okay. that, you know, there's some thought that perhaps uh, having surgery in that area, basically having the uterus removed, might cause some change to the nerves in the area or to, uh, you know, the, the structure in that area. But okay. um, um, now, and then there are some other more extreme techniques, and I can't tell you I've had anybody go through them, but I've heard of some fellow colleagues um, that pets can have collagen injections into the bladder. Oh, wow. And that um, helps to give a little bit of a thickening to the bladder. And for many dogs, that may work wonderfully, but it can have a temporary effect, so they have to go back for you know additional treatments. And that's usually done at specialty centers, um, vet schools, things of that nature. So, okay, um, okay, not widely used. Okay, okay. Um, thank you. We wish you the best of yes. luck with that, Aisha. Thanks for calling. Okay, thank you so much. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team could be Dr. Debbie Groomer, Joey Volani, Animal Communicator Joey Turner, Susan Sims, or Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard coming up Joey Herrick from Natural Balance to talk about the float uh, that they had this year the float all you gotta do is say the float it's kind of world famous now they set all these records for the Rose Parade longest and heaviest Rose Parade float this year if you had a chance to check it out and see Tillman the skateboarding and uh, surfing and uh, snowboarding Uh, he does it all so that's all in the way right here on Animal Radio Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beefalicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. 
Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. It's Animal Radio. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. The entire Dream Team is here. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joey Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and Dr. Debbie. And, of course, the studio animals. We have Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She's directing there. She's actually running the uh, the board right now. You know, she, <laughs> comes, engineers, yeah. she comes right in as soon as we come in here to do the studio. We so, can't even so do the Mika. show without her. You know do that? they? They both come in here, huh? Mika's starting yeah. to get along now with Ladybug. Ladybug well, much. Mika understands that Ladybug's in charge. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> understand also. She's not a threat to her. So, you know, she's more like a cat. Cat, but, you know, there is no time. Right now, it's not a good time for her to chase her. So that's really? what she is. Both of them eat Stella and Chewies. It's the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, and it's made with 100% raw meat. It has uh, no coloring, sugar, or salt, or preservatives. And uh, we just had a caller, um, you know, who was telling about his dog who died from cancer. And uh, I see it in my practice, and here in my practice, a lot of cases when the dogs, as the humans, dying from cancers like a flies. Uh, fortunately to say that. Why? And the number one is, of course, nutrition. Yeah. That is why, yes, we're so adamant about Switching the dog to no hormone treated, no um, preservatives, nothing. It should be just what the nature delivered, and that's the style and choose. Yeah, it doesn't have any of those grains you're always talking about or the fillers. You know what we should say, uh, especially in this year, which is life enzymes. Uh, enzymes is our life. It's not what we eat. No. It's what we digest. And every time when you eat the raw food or low-processed food, it has in enzymes inside. So it's digesting itself. So if you don't have a enzymes, you will not able to digest anything. And as we or dogs born, we have a certain reserve of enzymes. As we get older, it's becoming less and less. It's a, it's a, it's a sucks to become the old. It anyway. sure does. <laughs> it really does. But Stella and Chewy's helps you get old. And in fact, they have a cat food now. And I know, it's about great. time. I love it. And I want you to try it. We have samples of it. You could send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, the address over at the website, and we'll send you a sample for your animals. They'll be hooked. I guarantee uh, it. will be. If you have one of those finicky cats or dogs, I tell you what, they'll eat this. Listen, we got a lot of email here, too. A lot of you, you know, want your questions answered, but you don't want to come on the air. And that's fine, because we want your questions answered. And you can send us email at yourvoice@animalradio.com. And we got one from Barbara Johnson, and it's for the Russian dog trainer. And by the way, if you're new to Animal Radio, Vlade is the Russian dog trainer. He's the only Russian dog trainer that I know of. <laughs> In whole country. Babs has two dachshunds, both male, neutered. One's three-year-old, one's one-year-old. And uh, one of them is uh, established uh, as an alpha dog, but he starts fights with the other one. Now, both of them came from the Humane Society. They lived together before going to the Humane Society. She wants to know, how do you separate fighting dogs? And on the other hand, they eat and they play and they sleep together. Most of the time, they're good friends. And she thinks the fights might have to do with dominance. 
and I'm agreeing. Yeah, with her, yeah. Fight, fights, fights may have to do with three things. Number one, uh, competing for the human attention. Number two, common food, and number three, common toys. If if she will eliminate all those reasons, she will be on the way of having perfect dogs. Remember, uh, f- stop fighting among two boys. It is much much easier than stop fighting among two girls. It is sometimes. Yeah, like a fight among the bitches is the worst in the world. <laughs> what, what are you laughing at? I wonder if we're talking about humans or dogs at this point. I think both. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so, you know, this is what it is. But, you know, when the male's fighting, a lot of noises in a lot of times, a lot of uh, racketing, but nothing, not too much stitches. And what she told me right now, they get along for the most of the time. It's just a few times when they don't get along. So how to fix it? So, uh, very in the very simple way. Number one, make sure feed them together. You know, if they if you think they're gonna fight, maybe maybe feed between like uh, put the barrier between them or gate, or maybe one dog in the crate second is out very temporarily, and after that, make sure you know they work together. Put both both dogs on the leashes, and I don't care about Barbara your uh, techniques. Just walk them through your house together. Together, that's the key. When they both worry about you now, not worry about you. Uh, excuse me, themselves, because you, in the very beginning they don't care what you think about who should be alpha among those two. You know, because you are no one of. Fortunately, Barbara, but for the training, you can assume leader position. And from that time, your words will, will, will have a lot of meaning. And the last thing... I would basically, uh, when I come home or, you know, when another dog next to me, I would be very careful when another dog is approaching. So make sure, act like a Taliban husband who comes home. He's not giving his wife's, you know, he has uh, several of them kisses and hugs because the fight's gonna, gonna start between themselves. Have a very low key. No welcome home celebrations. No grieving, you know, before you leave the house. And at any early signs of compi- competition among you, use my favorite a device by name pet condenser like if they start to growl or something just push the button and uh, that's it and they get just get spooked startled and uh, you show to both of them you're the boss yeah you actually trained me using the pet condenser not a lot of people know that but I was uh, I was really misbehaving out of control how yes <laughs> but uh, you know yeah, yeah. When, the, when the hell sometimes takes too much tea we know what the tea yeah. is for the show I always have that pet condenser and just tell him help <laughs> and I shut up my microphone <laughs> oh, oh. just uh, came to attention right there Good Listen, uh, I, I thank you for all your emails, and we just got another one here. This came in uh, from Shirley, Shirley Henry. She says she's writing for the free pet and people drug discount card. She never misses the informative program. Apparently, she's talking about animal radio. I know, I, huh? I figure. <laughs> she listens on WEEU in Reading, Pennsylvania, and uh, she wants one of these free drug cards. So let's, let's go ahead give her and one. send her one. If you want one of these, these are great. If you have an animal that's on medicines or any kind of uh, medicine that you can get, at a regular pharmacy, this card will get you a 15 to 55% discount off these medicines. And this is accepted at Rite Aid and Walmart and all the pharmacies you could possibly imagine. 60,000 pharmacies nationwide, and it saves you a lot of money. Best of all, the card is free. You can print it right off our website at animalradio.com. Hit the link that says free. Pets and People drug card. And the reason it's called Pets and People is if you're uninsured, if you don't have insurance for your medicines, it works for you too. 
Get it now. I just used my Pets and People cool. card, and I saved fifty percent on my medication. So it's was I that was for you very, or for your for your animals? Well, it was actually for me. I've been having um, hip wow. issue, and I need to have muscle relaxants until the muscles stop spasming. So you were able to get the medicine. Fifty percent. That's good. So awesome. I'm hearing stories like this every day, Joy. And you guys kind of talking about this, and I'm kind of sitting here and laughing because you know even. <laughs> Even though, because it's when it comes to the drugs, you know, I kind of sit down and say, well, I'm feeding my dog still and chews. I put the seaweeds like Japanese people put in, fish oil and everything. And, you know, I see my vet, uh, I think just to, to give him a bottle of vodka or something <laughs> for my life. Your dog, you guys, you- drug addicts, you put your dog, you're even distributing those, those cars. No, people, it's okay to have it as emergency and hell is absolutely right. Well, now, but, I know, I know your dog. Dog is healthier than any one of us here, so I, I understand that. But I know yeah, every once in a while you need a prescription, Vladi. I know. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> hey, listen, we're going to go back to the phones in just a second. If you want to talk to any one of the Dream Team, Doctor Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner, or Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. I believe we have a call for animal communicator Joy Turner. Who is it that we're going to? It is Jane. Jane, hey, Jane, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Hi, Jane. How can I help you today? Hi. Um, we're missing our cat, Tiger, who's 11 years old. He disappeared three weeks ago yesterday. He's an inside cat. Um, we have no idea how he got out or where he went, and I didn't realize he was missing because he doesn't come when he's called. So I didn't mi- realize he was missing until I was ready to go to bed. And then I always rattle the goodie bag, you know, the little pounce goodies. Uh-huh. And he didn't show up, which is very serious. So that's when I started looking for him. He never turned up. We put up flyers where the kids walked back and forth to school. We called all the animal control officers we could think of, and we went out looking for him. We have no idea what happened to him. It's as if he just walked out the door and disappeared. And, Jane, tell me the city and state you're in, please. I'm in Morris Plains, New Jersey. Okay, hold on a second here while I try to find that little guy for you. Thank you. And hell, I may be quiet a little too long, so you may need to pick up a little space here while I... Well, we understand you're, you're communicating with an animal. That's not an easy thing, so you go ahead and take your time. <laughs> okay, hold on then, please. Okay. Sweetie, this is a really quick connection I made with him. Okay. And the first thing I usually do is ask them where they are in relationship to their body, mm-hmm. because... That's more reliable than asking them if they're alive. They think they're always alive, even if they're yeah. not in their bodies. Right. And he gives me the indication that he's not in his body anymore. Okay. That's what so I So I believe thought. he's passed. Yes. Does he tell you how or what happened? Um, not at this point. That would take a while okay. to do. But I'll tell you, if you can email me or call me, I will find that information out for you and then let you know if through the phone or through the email. Okay. All right. Thank you. I would appreciate that because we really miss him. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for your help. Thanks for your call, Jane. Okay. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405. I think that's one of the things about our show is we tell it like it is. No sugar coating. No sugar coating here. No. 1-866-405-8405. 
Listen, we have a brand new segment on Animal Radio. It's a cat tip brought to you by Cats on Deck. Cat enclosures. To have the outdoor experience to enrich your cat's lives. And you want to have that mental stimulation for cats. So you want to give them that kind of playpen experience where they really can kind of explore, do their own thing, and not feel cooped up. Yeah, and these are panels that you snap together so you can make them any shape. You can, cats like to be high. You can make towers. You can make all kinds of little tunnels and things for them. Catsondeck.com. This is Catsondeck.com, sponsors of this cat tip of the week, indoor versus outdoor cats. Statistics indicate that the lifespan of indoor cats is a lot longer than outdoor cats. On average, it's 12 years for indoors and less than 5 for outdoors. Outdoor dangers include pesticides, antifreeze, and poisonous plants, to name a few. And catching an infectious disease such as feline leukemia is a real possibility should a skirmish occur with an infected feral cat. Also, any encounter with a dog, wild animal, or car could bring disastrous results. Believe it or not, outdoor cats can become lost and less than 5% of cats taken to shelters are able to be reclaimed by their owners. There is a growing opinion that cats with outdoor access are more social, energetic, and many owners report a much better frame of mind. Now the obvious solution is to compromise by furnishing both indoor and outdoor environments. Provide your cat a safe outdoor lifestyle using a cat enclosure system. Please visit catsondeck.com where cat environmental enrichment is a major component of all of our cat enclosures. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Cats on Deck. Cat containment is the easy part. Cats on Deck also provides cat lifestyle enrichment while keeping your cats safe and contained in all types of weather. Many styles are customized, easy-to-assemble enclosures at catsondeck.com. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Instaclamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. Hi, this is Sheena Easton on Animal Radio. Please stay new to your pets. It's so important. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Don't give your dog chicken jerky treats. Reports of illnesses in dogs given chicken jerky treats have spiked dramatically following a new government warning about pet snacks made in China. You know, we told you about this warning in November, but apparently it's getting worse. The Federal Food and Drug Administration has logged at least 353 reports this year of illnesses tied to imported chicken jerky products, also sold as chicken tenders, chicken strips, or chicken treats. Dog owners and vets are reporting that animals have been stricken with a range of symptoms within hours or days of eating chicken jerky, including serious problems like kidney failure. Because the agency hasn't identified any particular product as the culprit, they haven't issued any recalls. But in the meantime, FDA officials are warning pet owners to avoid chicken jerky treats that are imported from China. So if you want to find Mr. Right, let your dog tell you who it is. If a man owns a mutt, then he is typically a happy-go-lucky guy and will make a good mate, according to Wendy Diamond, author of How to Understand Men Through Their Dogs. They're not concerned about pedigree, she said. They're very secure with themselves and they love kids. In her book, What a Lucky Dog, Diamond provides personality characteristics about men who have various types of dogs. She also gives insight on not-so-good behavior and a new trick a woman may want to teach the owner. 
So if you're looking for marriage material, she said, you'll probably want to consider a Doberman Pinscher, a Collie, or a Chinese Crested Beagle, or Rottweiler, she said. Aside from dog owners that would make a potential long-term mate, she gives snippets of useful information, like noting a guy with a Bichon Frise is great with kids, and he's the type of man who will dress up as a clown on birthdays or as Santa at Christmas. She said, let your dog sniff out your dates. If you're looking for love, a dog may be able to sniff out a good date. Even though dogs have 220 million smell receptors to our 5 million, she said, um, just trust your dog's instincts. Actually, don't let them sniff. You know, they'll go right for the rear end. Don't go there. But just look for the receptiveness of your dog being comfortable around your potential mate. All right. It's cold outside, and people fight the cold with heavy coats, long underwear, and woolly mittens. If it's too cold for people, a fur coat won't protect your pet from extreme weather, just like people... Uh, animals get frostbite and hypothermia. While frostbite causes discomfort and damage to the extremities, hypothermia happens when your temperature drops below 95 in humans, and treatment's vital to survival for animals. They can actually die from it. So when it's this cold, just bring your dog or cat inside and let them snuggle up with you. There's nothing, I mean, if you don't have a man, they'll start snoring. You'll think you have a man. There's no no better way. <laughs> keep them warm, keep them safe. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Greg Biffle on Animal Radio, and remember to spade and neuter your pets. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner, and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, all at your beck and call. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog in place, along with Mika. They're getting along pretty well now. I'm very they impressed. Are. They've established their pecking order. And Coach. she's getting equal billing. She is. Well, I think that's what had to happen. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, Stacy? It is so hard to lose a pet. And many times people have them cremated, and then you, 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 know, you get this little urn with their ashes in it. Sure. So what do you do with those ashes? What could be something that would be very special? Well, somebody's come up with an idea. You know, a portrait's always nice. How about painting huh. your animal? With their ashes. Hmm. I know. (laughs) Sounds a little strange. Uh Well, at least we're not bathing in them, right? (laughs) But I'll tell you all about this new idea coming up on Animal Radio News. Okay. I want to head to the phones first, and I want to talk to our friend Joey Herrick from Natural Balance. I hadn't had a chance to touch base with him since the Rose Parade. Amazing float this year. Always outdoing yourself, Joey. (laughs) How are you doing? Welcome back. 
Hey, it's nice to hear your guys' voices again. We had a great Rose Parade. The float was, again, Amazing. another Guinness record holder with uh, the longest and the heaviest. Am I correct? Right. We set the uh, longest record for 119 feet 7 inches and the heaviest with about 132,000 pounds. Oh, that wow. is huge. And last year, I remember Tillman did skiing. This year, he was surfing. Tillman uh, loves to surf, and they actually trained out in the ocean, so... Dylan has no problem surfing, and, and the other dogs actually surfed well. Uh, you know, what, after we made the first uh, turn on Camera Row, they stopped us, and when we stopped, uh, we stopped a little too hard, so we lost some of the, uh, the uh, ability to make a wave. So oh. we had to wait for the water to come back. And then when uh, I came back, and then when we went downhill, about 2,500 gallons went into the uh, tank underneath the float. Uh-oh. And then uh, we had to wait for it to pump back up to the top, in order so we can make more waves. But uh-huh. it finally came back up, and we made a lot of waves. The, uh, you did make waves, and these are things that the ordinary person, I, I didn't notice it. Let me just tell you that. Who drives uh, that Well, the, the driver that, uh, he's been driving floats for 30 years. Oh. Uh, he, uh, he knows what he's doing, and he gets the turn just right. And, uh, and yeah, you can back it up. You don't really want to. But because uh, you don't have a rear view mirror, no. that, but, you know, the, the driver can't see a thing. And if you remember the float, there was a guy in a lifeguard tower that's the guy who's telling the driver a little to the left, a little to the right, oh. to go down. Dick, I saw, was in the, on the on front, the front of, the float, of the float with his son. Looking yeah, great. Dick, Dick, Dick was on the front of the float with his son, Jimmy Van Patten. And next to him was uh, Greg Biffle, the Ford NASCAR yes. uh, oh, that's who. Uh, driver. Yeah, ah. of course, Greg Biffle, a great friend of Animal Radio, has been on several times. A great NASCAR driver who's very much into his animals. He loves his animals. So I want to know what you're going to do. How are you going to top this, Joey? We ask you every year. What can you do to top this one? Well, we are going to top this one. And next year, though, we're, we're not going to set any uh, Guinness records or anything. Uh, and, we're, and there's no water involved next year. But it's going to be a very, very special float next year. So you already have uh, it planned out. Planned out. I've already started uh, working on it, you know, two months ago. And it's, it's, it's uh, I can't tell you what it is sure. yet because uh, it's going to be a surprise. But it's, uh, it's a very, very special flow. People will start uh, hearing about it in uh, September. This one you started how long ago? The one that we just saw this last New Year's? We started uh, uh, actually four days after the last... New Year's Eve, or the, or the <laughs> parade. A uh, hundred thirty thousand pound float requires a lot of uh, engine, and so I contacted you know the Ford company, and uh, they actually sent out an engine and transmission, and you know that that engine pulled that hundred thirty thousand pound float like it was nothing. Wow, what a fun job! I want one of those have. for my car. Yeah, for your car. Next <laughs> 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 yeah. be pulled over in a second. What a fun job you have, Joey. i got to tell you, you, you guys are always thinking outside the box, and that's why we love having you on board. Joey, we got to let you go. We're going to take some phone calls now, but uh, we'll talk to you again maybe before next year. Yep, sounds good. And, uh, well, I'll tell you what, let's make sure we talk before, and I'll, I'll give you uh, I'll let you know what we're doing next year. It's really special. You guys are going to love it. And, obviously, it's going to be animal-based. Animal-based? Animal-based. Oh, animal-based. We want to be the first to know. We'll be the lots, first. Lots of animals and, you know, dogs. Take care, Joey. By the way, folks, check out the Natural Balance website. A lot of information over there, and uh, we link to that right from AnimalRadio.com. Let's head to the phones. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Brenda. How are you? Hello. Where are you today? I'm in uh, New Mexico. Okay. How can we help you? I got the good doctor right here. Hi. Oh, my cat. Hello. My cat is licking her side, and her hair. she's licking her hair off. Just okay. one what side. What part of her side? Just the center of it, just about a six-inch six strip. 
Okay, on the like on the right or the left side of her body or both sides? Yes, just one side. Just one side. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how old again is she? Is? She's between twelve and fourteen. Okay, so she's an older gal. And how's everything else with the rest of her health? Is there anything else going on currently? No, she's uh, still playful. Very good. Very good. Well, when I have an older kitty that's displaying signs of grooming in an unusual spot like this, it's a little less common that we start looking at things like allergies and skin disease. I actually start to go looking for some of the uh, more internal problems. In a lot of these cases, I can actually find that a cat might be displaying signs of pain, something going wrong internally. So I will check um, x-rays. A lot of times I'll find things like bladder stones um, or arthritis. And these type of things can cause them to groom on the surface in a way to react to some more I- inner pain and discomfort that they're having. So that would definitely be something that I would look at. And some older cats also with some different types of hormone problems. Uh, We can see problems with kidney disease, liver disease, diabetes, some of those where we can even see some types of skin problems and manifestations of that. So um, it would probably be something that if I had her here right now, I'd pull up my nice big uh, needle and syringe and draw some blood and get those x-rays and take a good look because um, in many cases, you know, it's kind of the kitty's way of telling us that, you know, hey, I'm not right. There's something going on inside. And uh, we definitely would want to go searching along that avenue. And uh, as far as I should also ask if she's on any medicines of any sort currently? No. No. And is she the only kitty in your household here? Uh, no, there's two other cats. And I have them on uh, uh, food for uh, urinary tract infection. Okay. And Has so she... I just put them all on that. Okay, so she's not necessarily had a problem with that before, then. Uh, no, that wasn't why I put him on because of her. Another one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I would say that's going to be my first thing. And then, of course, if you're in an area where we talk about fleas, um, as always, we look over the, the rump of the tail area right above the, the tail base area. And that's a common site for, site for fleas. But, you know, I just I think that she's trying to tell us something. And, um, you know, I wouldn't hesitate to go look in there and see what we can figure out from the inside out, if you will. Okay. Time for the vet, Brenda. Okay, I'll take her to the vet. Hope that helps. I appreciate your call today. Let us know how it goes. 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try natural balance. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners. SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need. 
and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. You love cleaning the litter box? I didn't think so. Fortunately, with world's best cat litter, problem solved. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate nasty pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. We offer a money back guarantee if you aren't completely satisfied. Find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is made possible by World's Best Cat Litter. Ready to solve your litter box problems? Problem solved. Switch to the world's best cat litter, the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and eliminate nasty pet odors. It's guaranteed, or your money back. Find it at a store near you by visiting worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animalradio. And uh, which one are we going to? Uh, all five are lit up here. We're going to line three with Mike. Hey, Mike. Welcome to the show. I have Dr. Debbie right here for you. Hi. How are you doing today? Great. Yeah, we- we had a little incident where our dog, medium-sized dog, uh, decided that a rawhide chew bone was something that you devour and not chew on. Oh, and yeah. and when I looked over, I could tell the dog was choking because it was thrashing its head around. So I, you know, I mean, I know how to do you know CPR on a dog from the sides of the chest, but I was like dumbfounded. And I know the Heimlich for humans, but I was dumbfounded how you would do it on a dog. So I had to just dive down and stick my hand down her throat as far as I can get it. And luckily, I was able to grab it and pull it out. Uh, Life would have been much simpler with a Heimlich technique. Yeah, but you know what? That comes into play when we have an airway obstruction lower than the mouth. So if that was in the mouth or in the upper airway, and you can reach that and access that with your hands safely without losing your fingertips, um, then that's really kind of the first step. If that doesn't work, then we move to the Heimlich. And, uh, you know, in dogs, there's a lot of different techniques. you can do basically a modified human Heimlich. Um, so if you have a small to medium-sized dog, you're basically um, going to reach up under the rib cage and kind of give three to five quick motions, um, thrusts into the abdomen like you would for a person. Now, if it's a bigger dog and you're a big person, you can still do the same thing. Although for some large dogs, it can be a little hard to kind of handle and apply those compressions. So you can uh, basically lie them on the ground and apply lateral compression to the chest and near the back end of the chest. And that can give you enough force because dogs are a little different than people. Um, We compress from the sternum. When we're doing, you know, chest compressions and CPR, you press down into the chest. And in a dog, their chest doesn't really squish that way really effectively. So from the side, you can get some really good um, compressions that way in dislodging and just getting the force of that push going. So, oh, gosh, so scary. So uh, what's your uh, feeling on rawhides? I don't think it's good for uh, bigger dogs. I don't know. I mean, maybe smaller dogs, smaller mouths, they know to chew, to be chewing on it. But big dogs, I just think they 
right down. They look at it as another bone. Yeah, and you know, there are some goods and bads with that. Um, definitely the dental exercise. You know, one thing for people that love rawhides and like their dogs to get that exercise, if you're not directly supervising like you were, I would never, ever, ever feed that kind of product for your pet. Um, right. But even, even with cautions, there are some other rawhide styles that might be maybe a little bit less tendency for uh, choking, and those are the compressed rawhides, which are the really heavy-duty, not the chopped-up rawhides that they squish into cute little shapes, but right. it goes under high pressure where it's really thick and heavy, and there's not those little knots on the end where they can get those little pieces caught. But that might be one other alternative that has less of a choking uh, potential for you. Okay, well, I thanks for your time. Thanks for your call today, one 405 8405 That is toll-free directly to Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joey Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and Dr. Debbie. Hey, you animal thrill seeker. Welcome. It's Animal Radio. We're celebrating our connection with our pets Grab your pets, bring them around the radio. We have all our pets here. And Joey even has his bird today, brought in his bird today. A big bird lover you are. Gurney, right? Is that his name? Gurney. Gurney, Gurney the bird. How did Gurney you come up bird. with the name Gurney? I didn't. It's a horrible name. But um, <laughs> Gurney had had that name when when she um, when I purchased her from this place called Custom Parrot back in New Jersey. And um, she was six years old. She was a military bird, and apparently... That General Gurney freed the Malaysians um, from somebody. I don't know. I'm not big on history here, but but he was the one that gave them their freedom. So she's named after him, and he was she was quite wild, believe it or not, with a leg chain on. How old is she? Wow. Do you know? I, I'm gonna say she's. They said she was six when I got her. I've had her now for at least 27 years. Whoa! So might outlive you. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure. But she's the friendliest bird that you've ever met. Do you know uh, Jackson Galaxy by chance? He, uh, he he did Cats 101, and of course you did Dogs 101, and I figured maybe you two know each other. You know what? No, we 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 never met. Um, we've we've actually, I when he was on set, um, I wasn't, and um, but um, he has a new show coming out, and yeah, it's pretty interesting. My cat from hell, and he's sort of a a Vlade or a Caesar for cats. For the cat world. Yeah, you can train him apparently, and we'll find out a little more about it. He'll be on in just a few minutes. His show uh, second episode tonight on Animal Planet at eight p.m. You'll want to check it out. After you hear him right here on Animal Radio. And let's take a call for Vlade, the world's famous Russian dog wizard. We have Terry on the phone. Hi, Terry. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Terry. How can I help you? Okay. I have a golden doodle. She uh, she weighs about 55 pounds, and she is a very sweet girl. Very sweet. Mm -hmm. She loves Mm -hmm. children. Everybody actually. Yeah, golden doodle, that's what they are. Kids can jump yeah. on them from the furniture, put their ears around, you know, the dog yep. will think, oh, great, let's do it again. She, she, and she's pretty smart. Yeah, um, the, the only problem arises when you try to discipline your dog, try to tell him, hey, I'm in the business, stop playing. I mean, you you basically, people, need to grab two by four in order that yeah. dog realize you mean the business. Right. <laughs> My granddaughter and her little play date friend were at my house, and they were in my, you know, in a, in a, spa, a different room, and they're doing makeup and hair stuff and whatever. And I was way off in another room, 
and which would have been, you know, a fair distance down my hallway. So what and happened? I, just, I didn't pay it any attention, but now my dog, she will not go near that room. She won't even come down the hall. Okay, yeah, some negative experience, a little bit traumatized your dog, not yep. really big harm down. I mean, I had a dog who, very sensitive one, and uh, just to tell you about your situation, it comes from the poodle side, not from the golden or lab, because golden or labs, they are bulletproof. Those dogs can be running through the glass door, not realize there is a glass door. I have one stupid lap in my home. He tried to jump into my van with a closed door. Can you imagine? Just just, just jump in my van, kind of bounce back, look look at my... Bloody, I was thinking it's open. And my German shopper look at that lap and say, oh my gosh, how stupid that dog is. I mean, I would never do that. It is funny. Anyway, yeah, my girl yeah. will do crazy stuff like that, too. Yeah. Exactly, I believe it. So, look, there is a two way of doing this. Number one, you can do American way. Number two, you can do Russian way. American way, it's like, you know, step by step, you grab a piece of the cheese or kalbasa or something and, you know, and try to step by step like a horse, bring the dog in that room. Oh, please follow me. Nothing gonna happen there. You know, daddy, daddy will tell you everything is fine. Please relax, baby, and things like that. Or you just put the collar on leash. And just a little bit, you know, let your dog know that, uh, you know, he, he needs to worry about you more about worry anything else. He basically focused on you more than focused on anything else. And I hope your dog has some obedience training. So many times people calling me all over the country and asking me all those questions. And the number one answer, and I was talking like a broken phone last year, and I'm planning to do this year. If you don't have a basis in your relationship, which is you don't have a human authority, nothing going to work because a dog will never trust in your leadership. Look, if I tell the Mika, hell, look at my Mika. If I tell her, Mika, jump through the window right she will. now. She will. I will never say that, of course, but she will. You know why? Because she trusts mm -hmm. And the trust can establish just as the result of the uh, firm obedience training, I would say reinforced obedience training, reinforced obedience training. I mean, to teach your dog to do something in the time when, when they would rather not, in the time when they would rather do something else. Remember, Terry, the dogs will listen us when nothing right. better to do. If something better than listen you, like neighbor Kathy, who knock on your door, who she may be whore, but, but she's a great distraction to your dog, and your dog gonna go nutty, and the, 10 minutes before she came in, that dog was perfect in your living room, and you don't need any obedience out of your dog when no distractions. And that's reinforced obedience training comes in. Never war. Make the long story short. Put uh, appropriate color in your situation. It's going to be pinch color on your dog. Walk your dog through the house. Don't go in that room. Walk through the house. Make sure the dog is focused on you. The dog sniffs something else. Snap the leash. Say, no sniff. The dog goes ahead. Turn around. Snap the dog in the opposite direction. Visit Animal Radio uh, website. There is a video how to do that. The key is keep the leash slack. No slack, no pop. No pop, no bite. No bite, no imitation of the nature. Oh, I like how I said. Sometimes I say smart thing, Kel, yeah? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, so <laughs> this is what I would do. And after that... Just after that, it's like training yourself before you go in downtown Baghdad. You have to do some training camp first before you go there. Not a such a thing like a Russian roulette anymore. 
like we see in Russia. With such enemy of NATO, there is no Russian roulette anymore nowadays. So you train your dog first, and after that, yeah, you go to that room, and now your dog say, I'm not going to go. Don't look at the dog, say, we gotta go. That's it. Pull the dog in that room, walk around, make sure focus on you. The dog follow you. Give your dog your favorite American cheese. Give your dog your kalbasa. I truly believe in the power of positive reinforcement, but I cannot, I cannot give that and bribing that dog I would give it I would I would use it as a reward as the doggy mama has two means doggy mama bite doggy mama lick it's all forgotten nobody goes to the jail their society is not as crazy as our society their society don't have a puppy psychologist and staff or or puppy protection agency whatever mama says it's go so this is how you should do thank you for calling us 1-866-405-8405 to connect with Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or even Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Across our nation, on a hundred stations, and XM Satellite Radio, one 405 to reach us. Dr. Debbie is our veterinarian here. She answers our vet questions. She's actually our vet, too, so we trust her implicitly with your animals. Groomer Joey Volani, where have you seen him? Probably Dogs 101 over at Animal Planet. Or you've That's seen him on a plane, but yeah. probably didn't recognize him. Volani, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. What are you going to tell? Vladi, the world. I'll never live it down. Uh, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, is also here. You might have seen him on Letterman. We've been here. This is our 11th year. Wow. Holy moly. We've been doing this 11 years. Is there a retirement part For, of this after a while? No. Do we, know As we do this until we uh, all croak here. But if you're brand new to Animal Radio, welcome. Uh, we like to have fun with our animals. Oh, my God. What? There's nothing wrong with that, huh? No, nothing wrong with here? that. I know we had an agenda here. The pine tar. Oh, the pine tar. <laughs> we're waiting for you to set it up, pal. Okay, there you go. Animal communicator Joy Turner's dog, Logan, ran into some sap. Well, we do live in a place that has a lot of trees, and we walk every day in the woods. So I have two dogs, Amira and Logan, and one or the other of them is always getting pine tar. They're golden retrievers, so they have nice long hair. And, you know, you don't want to just go taking scissors and no. chopping off chunks of it. No, I have trouble so, with that myself. And you don't want to cut is. the hair. No, It's a pain in the neck. What do you do, Joey? How do you get that stuff out? Well, what I find out that oils get out gums and oils. So usually I, I, I use a mineral um, oil or a um, baby oil or something like that that usually will break it down and um, you put it on and, and wipe it off. Um, that's normally what I would do. Have you tried that, Joy? Huh. I actually have not tried putting oil on it. I've tried all kinds of other stuff, but none of it seemed to work very well. Mineral oil. One of the few things that you are always talking about there, Joey, to have in your household uh, the mineral oil, the uh, Dawn liquid dish, dish, soap. dish yes. soap, which seems to be a solution. Yeah. Would Dawn work for that? I, You know what? I've, I've Something that I've I've never used, I don't think that it would. Um, I think it would just make it hard, um, okay. but I, something I haven't tried. What about uh, peanut butter? That was, I thought, was the old cure-all for gum and things like that. I guess there's well, oil in there that breaks it down? 
Joy, what do you use? Well, <laughs> nothing very successfully. Um, but I have tried different kinds of shampoos. I have tried different kinds of dish soaps. I have tried just um, there's a thing out that's supposed to be taking off grease and gum, and I've tried some of that, and I've tried, I think it's called GOP. I've tried all kinds of different stuff, but I haven't found an effective way except cutting it out or taking a brush and brushing through it until the dogs are just not wanting to be around me anymore. Use, use the, uh, mineral, the, the mineral oil um, will, will definitely, definitely get it out, and what, what you're going to do is just put it on the spot, let it sit just a... 30 seconds or so, or even if you let it sit longer, it's good. But, you, you know, sometimes they'll get it on your furniture and then it makes a mess. And then just run a brush through it, and usually it'll, it'll come right out. Um, that usually works good for gum, works good for tar, or, you know, anything gummy. Okay, thanks. There you go. We're helping each other. That's one of the best things about having your own animal radio show is that whenever you have trouble with your animal, we have the best-looking animals because they're groomed by Joey Volani. We have the most, uh, well, they're pretty well-behaved because of Lotte. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Debbie keeps them in, in tip-top health and shape, and, and of course, Joy tells them uh, what we're thinking. They're covered. Well, that, that works both ways, because Joyce tells us what they're thinking, so you know what? That's also why they will behave, because, ah, that's what you're thinking about me, huh? Yeah. Well, Joy says they, can, they know what we're thinking all the time. We can't even censor what we're thinking around our pets. They know. That's why your dog knows that you're going to take them for a walk before you even know you're going to take them for a walk. That's true. Oh. Jackson Galaxy will be joining us. What a name that is from Animal Planet's My Cat from Hell in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Okay, I'm going to make you hungry when I tell you about this, but you can't give them to your dogs. No chicken tenders, no chicken strips, or chicken treats that have been made in China. There's a recall. I'll tell you more about it coming up on Animal Radio News. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And I am in a giddy mood today. What's the new year? 405, 8405. Another three day weekend, uh, Martin Luther King weekend, which is it's kind of amazing. We've had three three day weekends in as many weeks. And you, pr- you probably had too much vodka. That's that's the only. I don't thing touch I that. I will not touch that, especially I yours. I gave you two bottles. Come on, you see, I don't see the one second is half of half here, of the empty. What here. you're talking about? Look, look in the closet. Over no, here. that one. No, no. What about that <laughs> one? You just look. Oh see these over here. That's from the year before, and that's from the year I before. Know. See, I just Judy, don't, I hold he on. collects them. Tell me. Okay, so go ahead. So what we're talking about right now? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. We're just going to do this crazy, wacky radio show that we do every weekend. And we're going to talk to the listeners, of course, because they're, they're what make this show here. If you have a question for Dr. Debbie, she's our veterinarian, or our groomer, Joey Volani, or our animal communicator, she can bridge the gap between even an animal that isn't alive anymore. And Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, unfortunately, he's always the last resort. He should be the first resort, but I guess he's the last resort because he always solves the problem. Whatever you whatever problem you're having with your your dog or your girlfriend or boyfriend. Yes, yes, I am, and I just would like to support you on your uh, wishes for our uh, listeners because without you, we're nothing. Absolutely, absolutely, we so appreciate every your email, every your call. Sometimes you love us, sometimes you don't, (laughs) but that's that's fine. That's what democracy is all is about. I just uh, myself, I can I can speak for myself. I speak from the bottom of my heart. Uh, sometimes uh, maybe too much, sometimes not enough. But uh, you know, I never change myself. I just 
like a dog. If I like something, I lick. If I don't, I bite. Yeah. I just don't have a backstabbing mentality. I cannot lick and bite at so many people I met at the same time. So that's what I am. You like it or not. Yeah, people come to me uh, as the last resort, unfortunately. I'm working with the many rescue organizations and, uh, uh, you know, who tried before this and that and this and this, and it didn't work. And why is I am so successful? Because I'm not trying to mitigate the problem. I am trying to fix the problem. Let me give you an example. For instance, as you guys know, I have a dry eye. That it's very disturbing yeah. things. And I go from one doctor to another, and I ask them difficult questions. I try to find the Vladi. I try to find the one who can fix. And uh, I ask, I mean, everyone will put the dry eyes, uh, put the eye drops. I say, well, why am I not producing? Well, you have, we don't know. What, See, you know they what? Wanna, they I, just want to put something to make your eyes wet, but yeah. you don't, you, you don't know why it's happening in the first place. If they want to, they're basically suggesting me to buy short-term result on the long-term consequences because the more drops you put it in, the less in the future your body your body feels this. Oh, I have a I have I have some lubrication. Maybe I don't need to produce even what I was barely struggling to produce. So I don't I don't work that way in my practice. I'm not trying to mitigate the problem. I would like to eliminate the problem. And here's the big problem I see with all the things. Unfortunately, nowadays, in the United States of America, the modern way of the dog training is contributing in developing behavior problem in dogs, which became overwhelming. We right now came to the point, so because of that absence of discipline, absence of structures, of leadership, we got to the point where we fulfilled all shelters, all humane organizations with unwanted pets. It's not just because we're overbreeding them or somebody doing which which should be, should be stopped in the first place. No, the main time, the main reason when we're putting the dogs down in this country because of the behavior problems, which is no one wanted to address in the right time and fix it when it's already developed. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We're going to head back to the phone. Stacy working hard in the newsroom. You will never guess what Republican candidate wanted to be a zoo director when he was a kid. I'll tell you who. Coming up. Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> it is so hard to lose a pet. And many times people have them cremated and then you, you, you know, you get this little urn with their ashes in it. So what do you do with those ashes? What could be something that would be very special? Well, somebody's come up with an idea. I'll tell you all about this new idea coming up on Animal Radio News. Let's take another call for Dr. Debbie. We have Tony on the phone. Welcome to the show, Tony. Hi. What's going uh, on? I'm calling because my daughter had originally two dachshunds, and then uh, she had a litter of five, then went on to have, and she kept them, then she went and had another litter of five, so she had a total of 12, only gave one away because she doesn't have the heart to give any of them away. Why? She, she doesn't know. have the heart to give them away? Okay. No, she loves them dearly, and uh, I don't know. She said that um, she, when she was younger, I had given away her dog, and she was very heartbroken. So she quit. Mm. So let me get this straight. Your daughter has 11 dogs? Yes. 
Oh, my goodness. So the first thing I would say is the benefits of spaying and neutering here. I cannot stress enough that we need to intervene and and to get some help for for her household because there is no reason to have repeated breedings um, just for the experience or because she loves dogs. Um, You know, we have to make sure we have reason. She didn't want that to happen. Well, it's going to happen. Dogs do that. <laughs> they will reproduce when given the option and the opportunity. It is our job as their human caretakers to make sure that doesn't happen. So we need to take those steps. So whether you have to walk her in to a veterinary office and help get her that help that she needs in making that connection and to make that determination. Um, you know, Now, some people might be able to keep 11 dogs and to care for them appropriately, but my general feeling is that that is too many dogs for one household, um, unless you have support. Now, Octomom and, you know, all those people who have multiple births can attest that you need help to take care of that many beings, whether they're human or animal. I can't seem to, you know, talk her into giving any away, not to mention the cost. And, um, you know, I tell her it's selfish because there isn't any way that you could give enough attention to all those dogs either. I will be honest with you. I think we need to get some help for your daughter in the human health care field um, because this has toned to me of a possible hoarding situation. And the situation in that veterinary and human health care person to help her out and to see, because as if I were face-to-face with her, you know, we could say, okay, why isn't your dog spayed or neutered? Let's go through this. What are the risks? What are the risks of having 11 dogs in the house, not alone fights, infectious disease, parasite control, all of these things, social um, situations just due to overcrowding, all of these things play a role. Whether we want to look at them and recognize them right. or not, they will be there. Right. Uh, parasites is something I also read that, you know, uh, the owners, the uh, humans can, uh, you know, contract them from their pets as well. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know how prevalent that is with your take on that. Absolutely. It is is totally possible. So, and that's why there's communities that have animal ordinances. There are regulations. So you don't have 25, 40 dogs because it's hard to meet their needs and it can be a human health care risk. So, yeah, I mean, I think um, we really need to not worry about hurting her feelings. We really need to worry about getting those pets out of there and then hopefully getting the help that she needs to recognize this behavior and, uh, you know, hopefully turn that around there. Good luck with that. We appreciate your call today and and wish you all the best of luck. It's a tough situation you have to deal with there, but I I know you're going to do the right thing. Yeah, I really thank you for your help, and I'm going to... You know, try to resolve this, hopefully. Let us know how it goes. Okay. 1-866-405-8405. This is Animal Radio, baby. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. If you're a homeowner 62 or older with a fixed or limited income and you're having trouble making ends meet or simply want some financial freedom, I've got some very important information for you. Henry Winkler here, and I want to tell you how one reverse mortgage can help you get the financial flexibility you're looking for. 
homeowners 62 and older can use the equity from their home to access tax-free cash without having to make a monthly mortgage payment. Use it to pay bills, fix up your home, or simply have more financial security. And you still own your home. Take the next step. Call One Reverse Mortgage now and get your free guide and DVD with no obligation. 800-550-9788 One Reverse Mortgage Equal Housing Lender Licensed Mortgage Lender National Mortgage Licensing System Number 2052 Not available in all states Client responsible for maintenance, taxes, and insurance When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe A friend told me about canine caviar Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient And most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy Here's the lowdown Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Welcome, my friend. It's Animal Radio. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Groomer Joey Villani just walked in. You know, this is a three-day weekend again. It seems like we've had a lot of three-day weekends. Martin Luther King, of course, Monday, and some of you get it off. I don't. I think every weekend should be a three-day weekend. Whoever wanted a five-day work week, that's crazy. You know, know, guys, that's what, you know, when your Reagan uh, long ago was telling about evil society and he was pointing to the Soviet Union, I have to tell you, it was not as evil as he said. And we had the five, just five days, a guarantee work day. We had a 35 vacation, free medical system, free education. I can keep going on. Wow. So I do, I do understand what you're talking about when you talk about <laughs> cutting short. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to line four. Is that Shelton? Hey, Shelton, welcome Hello. to the show. Yes, how are you doing? Good. I understand you want to talk to our our, 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 our animal communicator, Joy Turner. I sure do. And what can I do for you today, Shelton? Well, I'm calling about a, a dog that passed away recently. Uh, his name was Cosmo. Can you tell me anything about what's happening with him? Yes. Can you tell me how Cosmo passed? Yeah, he had uh, uh, cancer. So you had him put down? Yes. Okay, hold on just a minute. Okay, there he goes. Um, Now he's very excited. He just really is showing me being just all wiggles and very happy about the concept of talking with you. And the funny thing is he asks how you've been. So how have you been? I've been doing good. And my wife, Rhonda, of course, that was his favorite. Yes, and now he said to me, so what can I do for them? So he wants to know what he can do for you guys. Just to know he's, you know, we just wanted to know that he's okay and he's, you know, in a better place. He says, well, anytime anyone leaves their physical body, it's always a great place they go to. And he now is completely what we would call healed, completely well, completely at peace, completely at ease. And he says his next focus wanted to be on you, not just you, but you, his family, and make sure that everything with you is okay. And he says he hasn't checked in very much, so have you gotten another dog? Well, we have other dogs, but we haven't gotten any more dogs. Okay, he says, are you going to get another dog to take up the space that he took up? 
not anytime soon. He asks why? Uh, just, you know, not ready. Okay, Did now, we, would you, Shelton, would you say maybe this is also, be- how many other dogs do you have? Uh, three now. Okay. And would you say maybe that in your life right now, three is enough? It takes yeah, up well, enough of right your heart space? Yes, right now it's plenty, but, but none of them are cosmic. He said, well, yes, but no one you got would be him either unless he decided to come back to you. So he's happier with the thought that right now your heart is full with three dogs, and if your heart opens up to have a fourth dog at some point, that'll be good for him. I didn't want to tell him because I could tell from the way he was feeling that you weren't ready, which means you're still too grieving over him to have a fourth dog. That's why I asked you if you would say it was because your heart is now filled up with the three that you already have. Right. Does that make sense? We'd love Cosmo to come back. He said, well, he can, but he thinks he's not going to come back as your fourth dog because he has some things he wants to take care of on the other side first. Okay. And then once he does that, then he'd be ready to come back, but he thinks that could be some number of years. Well, that's not a problem. And he said, then his other question for you is, are you planning on waiting for him before you get the fourth dog, or are you going to get a fourth dog and he'll come back after that? We'll probably wait on him. He says, okay, can you please think more often about how wonderful your lives were because he thinks the life that his life with you guys was just marvelous he said could you please think more about the marvelousness than the missingness right we will and he, he does want to remind you that every time you talk to him or think about him he hears you and who's the one that sang to him uh that would probably be my wife okay he would like more singing is what he says okay Hope that answers some questions, Shelton. Uh, we appreciate your call today. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. one 405 8405 That number is toll-free to Groomer Joey Volani or Dr. Debbie, Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard, or even animal communicator Joy Turner. Well, hello, Pam. Hi. How are you today? I'm very good. I'm so glad to get to talk with you. Well, where are you? Hi. I'm in Houston. Houston, Texas. Okay, listening on XM, I guess. Yes, uh-huh. Okay, well, I have Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here. I understand you have some dog issues. I do. Welcome to the show. I love the ladies from Texas. Uh, you know, they are a very <laughs> special one. They know how to treat the man. <laughs> All right. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I, no, I should have said I like that. <laughs> but you see how nice you are? The already, I already love you without seeing you. So go ahead. What is your problem? Well, um... We uh, have a seven-month-old Karen Terrier, and she's very sweet, very submissive, but she has uh, taken to chewing on the bottom of my silk drapes, and she's never chewed on anything before. It's just the silk drapes. She's she's very well-behaved other than that, and I'm not quite sure why she's doing that or what I can do about it. Okay, let me start it out. Just please, short sounds bite the answers. How old is she? Seven months old. Okay. Uh, so is it happening in your presence or in your absence? Um, it happened uh, when we were home, but we were not in the room with her. Okay. So here is the easy solution for your situation uh, to resolve. And everyone who is listening to me right now, uh, write it down because uh, it is very common behavior problem. Get the people really upset. 
make them to call to the stations, to call to the, for professionals, but can be easily fixed if you know how. You have a baby still who likes to chew. Dogs never can be trustful fully uh, until probably 12, 14 months. Some of them never can be trustful, as a matter of fact, but the most of them do around this age. You would never leave your child unsupervised, you know, human child, I mean. So don't leave your canine child as well unsupervised. I don't understand it's very hard to chase your dog around or, you know, just spy on your dog like KGB all the time. So if you have, if you got to do something else, people, and Pam, please, Put your dog in the crate. Basically, all that I want you to do for the training purposes for the few months to come, make sure if you cannot supervise your dog, your dog must be confined. When you supervise your dog, provide your dog with the toys which the dog would entertain itself. Make sure toys must be always present, present three, uh, represent, excuse me, three categories. Chew toy, interactive toys and play toys play toys it's all the stuffed animals uh, nowadays uh, we call them stuffed animals but nowadays there are a lot of uh, play toys with no stuffing inside so that's uh -huh. a you know wonderful alternative dogs play they are not designed to chew anyway Chew toys, get the nylon bones, get the conch toys, get a lot of toys from your pet store where, you know, the dog can chew on like bull, bull sticks and uh, all another things which you can pick. And interactive toys. Interactive toys is when the dog is playing, turning, the toy making sounds or something, maybe treats falling from that so the dog can really interact itself. Make sure... Uh, organize two, three sets of each um, category uh, and rotate those sets. Basically, put it on the floor for a few days after pick it up and over the next few days. So keep rotating them, basically. Make sure uh, spray. Now, I, I, I know you are, <laughs> you are waiting for the magic type of the thing, how to stop it. And let me tell you that magic. You know, I am the dog wizard, a Russian dog wizard. I really have a few magics, and uh, here is one of them. You want to you stop your dog from chewing your whatever, whatever, whatever object you said, um, whatever object it could be. All what you need to do to spray on it uh, one of two uh, products: bitter apple or bitter yak. Bitter apple or bitter yak. And if you're trying to tell me right now, so I did it and didn't work because you didn't do it right. Let me explain how to make it okay. make it work right. Uh, you need to spray it on it, and after that, uh, bring the dog very close to this area, and as it's still wet, touch his touch his mouth with this uh, wet part of this uh, uh, article or part of this clothes or whatever part could be to make sure he would experience very he would have he would have very bad experience in the first place from that time even if it's evaporating he will be staying away from that area and uh, i would still suggest you respray it every other day for probably two weeks and make sure follow the rest of recommendations which is if the dog is not supervised he needs to come find once he is supervised provide him with a lot of toys if he's approaching in your presence to that area startle him the easy correct 
production can be clapping your hands as you make the noise. Ah, and boom, we can clap your hands at the same time. You can use many other gadgets like a pet convincer, which I keep telling all the time. Pet convincer, you can locate him on Internet or dropping the uh, pop can and the shaking can with uh, coins or pennies on the floor as you made that word. But, you know, if you follow those simple management tips, uh, tips you will never experience this problem. Pam, thank you so much for your call today. Okay, thank you. 1-866-405-8405. I would like to personally thank the fine folks over at Pets Day for sponsoring Animal Radio. Of course, if you haven't heard about Pets Day, where have you been? You head on over to the Flamingo or Bally's or Harris Resorts in Las Vegas, and your pet will get a f- the food and water dish. Yeah, other hotels offer food and water dish. Mm-hmm. They also get a sleeping mat, dog treats, and a specialty room service menu for the dogs. They've thought of everything. <laughs> Check it out. Caesars.com slash Petstay Las Vegas. All the details over there. Big show tonight. What's going on? The 2012 Miss America pageant is at the Planet Hollywood Resort Casino. Tickets start at $71. So you can head on out there, check in, mm-hmm. get your dog all set up with the room service menu. They can stay in the room. Mm-hmm. And you can go over and check the Miss America pageant and then come back and get your dog and go gambling afterwards. Wow. That is- you know, that is so cool. Because remember that one year that we all went to Las Vegas and, 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 oh, yeah. and that um, that hotel wouldn't Horrible. let um, Ladybug stay in the room. I and know. Us all time. I mean, really, and we're animal radio. You didn't think we were going to bring pets? You didn't think we were going to sneak a, and, them in? And the rooms weren't even as nice. Nowhere as near what, you know, what if we would have stayed in, in Planet you know, Hollywood, I'll tell you. So. Tonight, check out the Miss America pageant at Planet Hollywood Resort Casino in Las Vegas. How many years has that been going on? Well, that used to be in, 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 in New Jersey. It's, it used to be in Atlantic City. So they moved to, they moved to, uh, to Las Vegas. It's huh? cheaper, I think. Wasn't it Bob Barker who... Burt Bert Parks, wasn't it? Oh, Burt Parks, yeah. He's yeah. no longer no alive, Parks. is he? No, but he did it for many, many years. And uh, who's hosting it now? The ghost of Burt Parks. Oh, that's who's doing it. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. <laughs> Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new Pet Stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Ashes to ashes, or in the case of some pet owners, ashes to art. Here we go. Christine Johnson started Pet Art Memorial as a way for grieving pet owners to memorialize their beloved dog, pig, or parrot in paint. She said, I've been thinking about it for a year now, and at first when I told my husband my idea, he thought I was totally crazy. You know what? We're with your husband on this. But Johnson didn't think the idea was totally crazy. After all, a quick Google search revealed that businesses will put pet ashes in glass, turn them into gems, or even mix them in cement. At Pet Art Memorial, the animal's ashes are mixed into the paint which the artist uses to create the commissioned artwork. Pet owners tell Johnson about their pet's qualities, describe what they'd like to see from subject to style, and then they send a vial of their pet's ashes. Let's just hope she doesn't come up with the idea of making brownies to memorialize your pet. 
The idea for the business first came to her in Animal Lover. She was thinking of what to do with her pet's ashes. She recently launched the business through her website, PetMemorial.com. She plans to donate profits to charities after she meets her costs. The costs range from about 165 to 940 bucks, depending on the size of the work, which most often involves dogs and cats. She says, though, the new business hasn't filled any orders yet. Hmm. She's confident it could fill a niche market. Well, as the 2012 Republican primaries approach, there's somebody that's involved with pets that you would be very surprised to hear. White House hopeful Newt Gingrich is, of course, scrambling to stay atop the heap of contenders. But the former House Speaker has vowed to avoid negative ads. Many of his recent policy ideas, such as sending federal agents to arrest activist judges, have drawn bipartisan criticism. So he's trying a new strategy, hoping voters will relate to another of his favorite subjects, pets. He is known for his love of zoos, believe it or not. He claims to have visited 95 in the U.S., and as a child, he dreamed of becoming either a zoo director or a vertebrae paleontologist. He abandoned that dream long ago to pursue politics. They're they're very similar, right? But he hasn't lost his soft spot for animals, and now he hopes uh, that he can combine his interests and make for a winning combination with primary voters. So he's created a new website called Pets with Newt which aims to highlight his lighter side as presidential candidate. Pets with Newt is now live. The site lets users submit photos of their pets, provides links to Gingrich's campaign website, and, of course, it lists his favorite zoos. Well, speaking of zoos, Hugh Hefner has one, of course, and his fiance, well, the women, you know, his ex-fiance, Crystal Harris, they're both in the midst of a custody battle over their dog. The Playboy founder tells People magazine they're still trying to determine who should be the owner of their cavalier, King Charles Spaniel. Hefner says that he gave Harris the Bentley, the ring, she should give him the dog, and um, she's saying, no, I want the dog, and so they're going to go back to court and decide who gets to keep the dog? Get more animal breaking news on AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the Dream Team. Joey, are you working out this year? It seems like you might be on a new kind of weight loss thing going on. You're looking stronger too. I might. Say. You know, I and it's funny you should say that because I am. I am on a new kind of. I, my whole kick is I got to get. I got to get back in shape. I was in good shape at one point in my life, and I really want we myself all were, to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm on that kick again. So okay. is it a special kind of diet, or is it just a no eating diet? Which I find. Works 
works very well. Yeah, that works very well. But those are the dives I stay on for a half a day, and then I think I'm, I'm starving <laughs> myself to death, and, and and I get off right off it. So, no, it's really I just cut out, um, you know, white flowers mainly, which That's um, it's yeah, then it's not it hasn't been as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. I'm, I didn't cut out the flower or anything to do with food, but I am working out. I'm walking more and taking the dog for a walk more, so the dog is actually a staying fit. A great. New Year's resolution there you that go, includes for both, of you. both of us. And three weeks into the New Year's, let me tell you, it's still working. So I give it another week or so. Yeah, I'm surprised you lasted that long, Hal. You, you know, well, when funny. you get we tired of get walking it. around with your dog, I'll let you take Logan because he uh. is an endless walking dog. <laughs> <laughs> we try to do that with our dogs, but my one dog, Miles, is a little bit older. Well, eventually, he'll just say that's enough and he'll lay down. So we have to, we have the doggy stroller that we take with us as well. So we push that until he stops. And then we put them on a stroll and push them the rest of the way. I meant to ask you, are you going to be filming a new season of Dogs 101 for Animal Planet? What's the story? The new contract in the works? Do you know? You know what? We, we don't know because this, this just ended and it's typically been, you find out usually a month or two before it's going to happen. They say, oh, okay, well, here we go again. So um, I, I learned not to ask anymore because I just become a pain in the neck that way, so well, I don't ask. I do remember but that um, you, as a judge of Groomer has it, they were going to do another season, but they couldn't afford to do another season basically because they couldn't afford to pay you as much. Well, you know what? Uh, it was a very expensive show for them to do, sure. and I wish it was my salary that, that threw it over the edge because <laughs> then um, you know, I'd, I'd have a little extra extra money in the bank but um i think it was the cost factor of everything it was the most expensive show that that at that time they ever did mm, okay well hopefully they'll bring it back i like that i like you and your judging role oh yeah why don't we, we should do it on animal radio we well, should we'll do have, it we'll have a animal radio groomer has it you know we could do it on on, on the website we could talk about it on the radio you hey, know it would be a lot of fun guido can you get one of our sales geeks on that see if you can sell that immediately yeah there, and the there. salary for joey won't break us either because it'll be <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he? We're going to switch on over to the phones here because speaking of Animal Planet, from my cat from hell, we have Jackson Galaxy. Now, imagine Caesar Milan or Vlade for cats. This guy is, as he says, a dog, or excuse me, a cat listener, not a whisperer, but a cat listener, which is pretty much all you can do with a lot of cats. <laughs> and he focuses on training the humans. He thinks that's, and I, you know, of course, Vlade thinks that's important too with the dogs. You got to really, with cats especially, let's get him on the phone jackson welcome to the show jackson galaxy ladies and gentlemen hey thanks for having me how are you doing today i'm doing great where are we calling you in la yeah yeah i'm just outside of la redondo beach how many cats do you have i at the moment share my life with three cats and a dog do they all get along or is there a little peeing going on uh, i mean actually it's uh it's relatively okay i mean you know it's not uh the all end all i mean but you know it's 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 expected. We all have bad days. I notice when you start more than three or four cats into a house, I'll start putting more than three or four cats in a household, you get uh, issues. issues that <laughs> Territorial. usually have to do with urination. Yeah. It, you know, I don't think there's a formula, and I, and I, and I think that, you know, I, I've seen, like in a 900 square foot house, I've seen 12, 13 cats get along just fine. Wow. wow. And, and that's just about how you prep the environment, you know, how you enrich it. If you do that well and, you, and they all get equal amounts of exercise and things like that, then, you know, you wind up with an okay scene. That being said, yeah. you know, sometimes there's one cat who's like, all right, critical mass, done. 
you add one more cat, and I will pee all over everything, and that's what happened. I think that's what's happened here at the Animal Radio. Oh, we, we have one. In fact, it was the last cat we, last added. Cat we yeah, added. Yeah, but he's the problem, one. not the others. Yeah, He's actually on Prozac right now, and you've probably yeah. heard about that. Uh, sure. Kitty Prozac. You deal with behavioral issues with kitties. Do you train them? I mean, how do you deal with these issues, and what are some of the bigger issues you deal with? Well, I mean, it, it usually breaks down to, Litter box problems are a big one, sure. and aggression problems are the other. Um, and yeah, there's plenty of gray area, but but those are the two uh, major areas. And and yeah, I mean, cats can be trained. I mean, you can use operant conditioning in cats in the same way that you use it with, with dogs or with chipmunks or with you know any animal. Um, but uh, I shy away from using clicker training, for instance, for any other reason than to get a cat to do something that they would actually normally do. So, for instance, I, I don't like, you know, potty training a cat or getting them to jump through a flaming hoop. But, you know, let's say you have a cat who just tortures you while you're trying to get all the cat food ready. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and, and, you're, and they just, they're in and out of your stuff and you can't get anything done and you're constantly putting them on the floor. They're jumping back up. You can train your cat to, you know, you, you, you have a sit area and you have them sit right there while you prepare the food. That, that's the kind of thing that encourages compromise. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, we can do... And, and on this uh, upcoming season of uh, My Cat from Hell, I actually joint train a dog and a cat to do a downstay. Wow. That's kind of fun. Do you find that do- dogs and cats are both equally easy to train or are cats a little bit more difficult? Oh, well, cats are definitely more difficult because cats aren't built to please us, <laughs> you know. I mean, there's not that built in like uh you, you know from the movie Up when when the when the the house is up in the air and and the dog is and the guy opens the door and the dog is like I was hiding under your porch because I love you, <laughs> you know. That's that's dog, you know, and dog wants to do that and cat could care less. So, <laughs> you have to make it worth their while. You have to um, foster compromise in order to get it done. So, yeah, a lot of times, but once they get it, once they get, for instance, let's say, and, and, and this is all with the understanding that the cat has to be food-motivated, sometimes, you know, toy or, um, or praise-motivated, but usually it falls under uh, food motivation. And if they are, then you reserve that incredible, you know, the jackpot treat for just the training sessions. That when they figure out that, whoa, if I do a sit, I get this, it may take them a few times, but like I said, it's only because they're not programmed jobs for us. What's the most uh, hellish cat that you've ever dealt with? Ever? Yes, ever. Well, that's the name of the show. Actually, you know what? i got to tell you guys, the cat um, that challenged me probably the most, you're going to see in the next uh, couple of weeks on on the new season. Um, Her name was Penny Lane, and is. She's still very much among us. Um, And she... uh, I've never dealt with that level of... um, you know, people come to me all the time, and, and half the time they're, they're joking, and half the time they're not when they say, my cat's bipolar. Um, <laughs> oh Literally, like, I didn't know what was coming at any given time. I could look at her, make eye contact, and she would be attacking my face. Or I would look at her, and she would play with me. There was no way of knowing what was coming next. Check out the program. It's called My Cat from Hell. Tonight at 8 p.m., it actually fills Joey Villani's spot over at Dogs 101. Jackson Galaxy, My Cat from Hell. Jackson, thanks so much for joining us today. Anytime, guys. 
When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Instaclamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. You're listening to Animal Radio. It is time for our very own Joey Volani and his tip of the week. Brought to you by Senior Pet Products and SeniorPetProducts.com. And the promo code SAVE25, which will save you 25% off of anything at SeniorPetProducts.com. What's up, Joey? What's going on there, Hal? I'll tell you, now that everyone has gotten their new puppies, you know, for, for, for their holidays, a lot of people need to realize what has to be done as grooming time starts coming around. And that's, that's creeping around the corner right there. After your pet has had, usually it's second set of shots, um, most salons will allow them to come in. But there's a whole prep time that you need to do at home before you bring them to us, especially if you want them to have a good experience. And having a good experience in the grooming salon, that's key, because otherwise they're never going to want to be groomed in their whole life. And you know what? If you have a dog that requires a lot of grooming, poodles, shih tzus, you know, mostly your long-haired dogs, even your short-haired dogs have to be de-shedded, you want to desensitize them to the experience. So what I suggest is this. The first thing is go to senior pet products, okay, and get yourself a brush and a comb and something that you can start working around your pet. Now, what I do is is I'll put them down in front of the dog first and let them smell it, you know, almost as if it's a toy, and then you can put it in your hand, and, and, and you can massage them with it, and what I'll do is I'll start with the back of the brush first to get them used to it, and then turn it over and kind of trick them until you start brushing them, mainly handling the areas that they're not going to like really at all, which is the feet, the tail, underneath the tail, you know, maybe the ears, the muzzle, get them used to it. You don't want them to bite at it. You want to, you want them, you know, to, to enjoy it and to like it and start combing it. The other thing you want to do is take your hands and put it, your fingers in their ears, play with their feet so they don't mind their feet being touched, and even around their nails so they don't mind their nails um, being trimmed as well. When you go into the grooming salon, the groomer should you know, approach your pet, you know, with a lot of love and, and, and a lot of praise so they feel like they're having a good time. If you don't do this, I mean, some 
puppies won't mind, but I'm going to say a good majority of them hate it. And they're going to come in there, and they're going to be real scared, and it's going to take longer. And some puppies don't like the experience really at all. It takes, you know, three, four, five groomings. What I even tell people, if you got something that, that buzzes, um, I don't know, if you have um, like a... Um, a razor at home, an electric razor. Thank you. Turn that on around the pet and put it down in front of them. Let them get used to that buzzing noise so when you use the clippers and all, the dog is good. The problem is, is people come in with expectations that they're going to bring this puppy and they're going to get this wonderful haircut. And a lot of times we can't do a haircut. We don't have a magic wand. My scissor doesn't um, have, you know, sparks that shoot out of it that I can wave over the top of the dog and they're perfect. So what you need to do is, is get them used to the sounds and all. And the first time you may not have have a, a, a haircut. It might be a little trim, but it's because we want to get your pet used to it. Now, it's funny because last week I had a guy come in and the family just got a um, a um, peekaboo. He says to me, um, and the guy was a real wise guy, and you know what? There's only room for one wise guy, okay, <laughs> in, 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 my, in my area. And he was a wise guy and said to me, well, why should I make your job any easier? <laughs> and I said to him, how? Just like this. I said, hey, jerk off. You know what? You're not making my life any easy, but you're making that poor puppy's life a lot easier. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Thinking of flying to Florida with Fido? Lisa Weisberg from the ASPCA says the safest place for your pet is under your seat in the main cabin. Be sure your pet is properly identified with your contact information. A checkup with the vet is always a good idea. Some short-nosed breeds like pugs and bulldogs have trouble getting enough air in flight. Contact your travel agent to find out what animal health documents might be required where you're going. You'll also want to get your pet familiar with the carrying case by letting them spend some relaxing, non-flying time in there. For more information, you and Fido can log on to www.aspca.org slash travel tips. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animal Radio. Another three-day weekend for many of you, not for us. There's been a lot this year, and that only happens, what, every uh, 11 years that we'll actually have three three-day holidays uh, in the same month. Really? Within a month's period Within a month's of time. period. Mm. So we're... Uh, and this is also a leap year this year, too. Is it really? Yeah, so there's all weird things going on. And, of course, it's supposed to be the end of the world, too, December 21st. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't either. Uh, no, not this year. Hi, Liz. Hi. You wanted to talk to Dr. Debbie? Sure. Sure, okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, Why maybe, not? Maybe not. She's there. What the heck? <laughs> well, hi. What can I do for you? Well, I have a German Shepherd who has... Um, uh, degenerative myopathy and okay. people keep telling me when it's time for her to be put to sleep she's going to let me know because she's still acting like a puppy she's still acting like she's the boss she's eating she just falls a lot like she'll fall down my steps she falls down your steps oh well, dear we have a by level so we have no step i mean we have no way to get in and out of the house besides going up and down the steps I mean, okay. she's going like, fall. She just throws this Bambi thing down the steps. Okay. Where her back feet kind of kind of collapse under her. She's not falling yeah. down and tumbling down large amounts of stairs. That's what I was concerned about. Oh, uh, no. 
No. Okay. No, we All haven't right. worked out. We have a rug at the bottom of the steps to catch her so that she doesn't do the bammy thing when she gets to the bottom of the steps. We have a rug by her food dish so she doesn't, you know, she doesn't slide. But my dilemma is when should I put her to sleep? Yeah. And I guess the biggest problem with degenerative myelopathy, which basically this condition is a progressive deterioration of the coding, coding along the spinal cord. So when that happens, dogs lose their function to their back legs. They can get wobbly, kind of crossing over with the back feet. They'll even scuffle their back feet and wear their toenails down. So that progresses to the point where they lose more and more control with the back legs. That eventually can progress up to the front legs as well. Um, but for most pets, the disability with the back legs is really where that is um, the biggest problem and when we first diagnose that. The good thing is that it's not painful, um, other than the secondary things that they do to themselves, um, dragging the top surfaces of the feet, um, getting pressure sores, um, things like that that we have to deal with. Um, So that tends to be the biggest part of um, kind of managing these babies. Now, I will tell you that... um, one great thing in managing dogs with degenerative myelopathy is the benefit of physical therapy. Now, there is no cure for this condition, but we know that physical therapy can help give us more meaningful time, and it keeps them more ambulatory. It keeps them moving on those limbs in a meaningful way for a longer period of time. And there are some studies that have looked at this in dogs, and intense physical therapy can survive periods of time over 255 days of good quality time. Some with no therapy can be as short as 55 days. So that's kind of the scope of the time frame we'd be looking at. And if physical therapy is something you can work with your local veterinarians or specialty groups, that might be something to do. Um, But your question, basically, how do you know? And and will she tell you? Gosh, I, I have, in all my years, I don't feel that with this condition the dogs really tell us meaning that they accept that they're at that point. Um, they're not in right. a lot of pain. Right, and she seems to be a little, a little depressed, but not enough that she still isn't bossing. I have two other dogs. She's still bossing them around. and Yeah, and, and that's the, the thing. It is a disability, so it becomes more when we can't get up to do the bathroom needs, when we have secondary infections or pressure sores or things that are complicating their life. So... No, I don't feel that she's going to tell you when it's time. This is different than hip dysplasia. Hip dysplasia, the pets are in a lot of discomfort. They have kind of similar signs, but they're in a lot of pain. So um, she's not going to be in that category. So as her caretaker, you're going to need to watch out for that. When her quality of life, getting around is limited, or when she is at a point where she may jeopardize her own safety, falling downstairs, um, you know, getting into situations she cannot get out of, um, that is where that the quality of life really becomes down. So, yeah, um, she's almost so at that point. Um, hi, this is Joy Turner, um, the animal communicator. While you both have been talking, I've, the, your puppies jumped in to my awareness, and she wants to agree with what Dr. Debbie is saying. That as long as her quality of life is acceptable for her and the things that's going on with her right now, she understands her body's not functioning like it used to, but there's no big deal to her about what's going on right now. Her comment to me was about quality of life. When she can't move anymore or when she can't enjoy things anymore, that's when she wants to then have you talk to her again about the possibility of letting her go. 
Okay. So I, I think that basically that she's not at that point yet, and you're just going to have to be very watchful for, um, you know, noticing those signs, those symptoms, and, uh, you know, have that conversation with her when we get to that point. And, uh, you know, and also use your veterinary resource as well. Um, you know, having that professional that you can consult with. Um, and I can tell you, we do this all the time, talking about, you know, is it time? Um, someone who knows your pet's physical status at that moment can also help you greatly with this decision. Okay. Hope that helps. I appreciate your call today. Okay, that's all we have time for today. It seems like it went really, really, really fast. Yeah, we had a few calls today. I was very quite, thrilled to see Quite that. a bit. It seems like everybody uh, has a lot of questions this time of year. Anyway, if you have a question during the week, you can send us an email or call the toll-free lines, 1-866-405-8405 during the week. All of our individual addresses over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and like us on over there. Have a great week. Thank you so much, guys. Thank Talk you. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.